Tanya for the 25th of Adar, but first the story. The Rebbe Maharash was visited by many great rabbis in addition to regular chassidim. And one of the rabbis that came to visit the Rebbe Maharash was a, a chassid, a very famous chassid, by the name of David Tzvichain. And he was the, the Rav in Chernigov in Ukraine. And he came to the Rebbe Maharash and he had a question for the Rebbe Maharash. Um, and he, he, he was waiting for the Rebbe Maharash for a chance to be able to talk to the Rebbe Maharash. He was waiting outside the Rebbe Maharash's room while the Rebbe Maharash was seeing people in Yechidas. And as he was waiting, one of the attendants of the Rebbe Maharash came by and he had a set of clothing for the Rebbe Maharash. And he asked Rebbe David Svichain, he said, the Rebbe Maharash wants another set of clothing. He's had Yechidas for an hour and he needs a set of clothing. How, how come the Rebbe perspires? How, how come he sweats so much? David Svichain didn't answer. He just, he just ignore, ignored the question. So the attendant asked him again, I don't understand. Why is the Rebbe, Rebbe Marash sweating so much? Just as he said, the Rebbe Marash opened the door and the Rebbe Marash told him, um, first he told him that um, um, you're fired. You're, you're not my attendant. And he said, I'm going to continue to pay you. I'm going to continue to send money so that way you, you continue to have a livelihood, but you can't be my attendant anymore. But he said, why is it so difficult to understand why I sweat so much? He said, in the past hour, I had 24 chassidim come for, 25 chassidim come for, for Yechidus. Every single time when I talk to them, I have to take off my own clothes and put on their clothes. It's not just giving advice. It's getting inside of them. It's, 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 it's getting inside their psyche, understanding who they are, entirely deinvesting their marash and and reinvesting that person. And then in order to give them advice, I need to flip back into the Rebbe's clothing. That process is so exhausting that of course I'm sweating after an hour. Again, for the Rebbe Marash, and very similar type of idea, it wasn't just the, 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 the idea of giving advice. The Rebbe Marash invested himself inside, inside that person, like Kavana and, and Guf and Neshama, very similar type of topic, in order to give the advice. And of course, that's an extremely exhausting process. What we're talking about right now in the Tanya is, is the um, difference between mitzvahs, doing a regular mitzvah, and doing the Kavana of a mitzvah, which, as we explained at the end of yesterday, is doing a mitzvah with intention to connect to God. And in order to understand the difference between when the, when a person just does a mitzvah, let's just make it really practical, a person puts on the film and lights Shabbos candles, just regular, does, goes to the most and says the bracha and walks away. And when the person actually has intention, the author says, well, I have a great analogy. And the analogy is looking at the different types of creature, creatures in this world. Very simply, I'm going to run through it very quickly because we have today's Sunday as well. The author says it's like curtains, that everything in this world suffers from a consumer of God's energy. Everything with no exception. If it's in this world, well, one exception, but every, everything. Um, if it's in this world, it's a table, a chair, it has God's concealment. If it's a pig, it has God's concealment. And in that respect, because it's a physical thing in a physical world, it shares an equal layer of concealment, like a curtain that blocks light evenly, sunlight coming into the room. It doesn't matter which direction of the, the curtain you're at. The curtain is the same thickness of the whole way through, and so therefore the curtain blocks it. Now, behind the curtain is a window in one section, and there's a hole in another section. And of course, every person will understand the window 
though the curtains the same thickness all, all across the wall where the window is because of the size of the window is so large the light that streams forward might be of the same restricted nature but the window is larger so more light shines in in the tiny hole though it's the curtains blocking it at the same degree as the window it's just a hole so less light streams through and i'll tell you so this is a this is an analogy for this is an analogy for this idea of Simpson versus Hester upon him is an analogy for the difference in um, holiness between the body and the soul. Thereby the, the body and, and the, the difference between a mitzvah with kavana and a mitzvah with akavana. Now, of course, the real problem, and this is what Ralph is going to start off addressing today, is mitzvahs are so powerful. Mitzvahs are godly, unlimited light. We, we talk about mitzvahs so easily as if they're no big deal. Who cares? A mitzvah, this, a mitzvah, that. It's just a mitzvah. But we don't realize when we do a mitzvah, we're connecting to such wild energy, so powerful energy. And we talk about it as if it's just nothing, but it's not. It's really powerful. There, thereby lies the question. If the energy of mitzvah is so unbelievably powerful, why would our tiny minds and our tiny intention when we have the mitzvah actually make any difference to it? We have a little bit of intention and suddenly the mitzvah is amplified a thousandfold. It's, we're talking about godly unlimited energy. How come our little concentration that we have in that moment should have any impact on it? We're talking about billions and trillions of, let's call volts of power. And we'll say, well, if you have in mind to connect to God, now suddenly it's more. Our, our, our thoughts should have no impact. That's a question. Let's continue. Let's start. But Says Alter Abbey, you're right. There really shouldn't be any difference. If a person has intention um, to connect to God, or a person doesn't have intention to connect to God, it should make no difference. The power and energy invested in a mitzvah is so unbelievably great. A human being's tiny mind is not going to impact that mitzvah at all. But that's only if you just assume that that person's intention is what's impacting it. It's not. Says Alter no, you're looking at this all wrong. When we do a mitzvah, God wants us to have kavana. That's part of like the, the, the programming of the actual mitzvah is, itself is that there should be kavana attached to it as well. When it's there, it opens up this, uh, the window larger, let's call it, and lets more lights stream in. It's not that our intention suddenly make we have good fuzzy feelings and now God says, okay, that's going to draw down more energy. No. God created a program that enables incredible amounts of energy to flow down. When a person has intention, that's the ideal situation. And that's the, 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 the intention is the train tracks enabling that energy to come down. Unfortunately, we don't have intention. We, we don't let all that energy that God enables a mitzvah to, be, to have to, to come down. It's not that our intention is, is over. It's a subtle detail, but it's, 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 it's brilliant. I'm going to go through this very quickly, but we speaking, we've spoken about it until now, remember, the Shalasa one that rise and many other great, um, say, so many great sources all talk about this idea that a mitzvah with kavana is like a body with a soul, a mitzvah without kavana is a body without a soul. And until now, we've understood that that means that the difference in greatness between a body without uh, with a soul over a body without a soul that's the that's the difference between you know having intention and that's you know that's very large 
But now the ultimate thing is there's another advantage. There's another reason why we're using a body and a soul. When a body comes in the soul, it adds to the body. It's not just that it's body and soul. So it's one, let's say the soul is 3,000. So now the sum total is 3,001. No, the body itself becomes a better body with the soul. The, when a person does a mitzvah with intention, it's not just that adding on top of the mitzvah, now a whole bucket load of intention. No, the actual mitzvah itself becomes greater. That's why the body and the soul is such a precise um, analogy because the, the kavana added to the mitzvah doesn't just add kavana to a mitzvah. It makes the, does that too. But it adds the mitzvah. The, now the mitzvah is a mitzvah with kavana. The mitzvah itself becomes greater. Next point of Daniel. So now the thing is, we're talking about unlimited energy of God. So when we're talking about unlimited energy of God, unlimited plus unlimited is unlimited. So what, what is actually going on? We're talking about, we're, we're trying to plus things that are unlimited the mitzvah is unlimited and the kavanah is unlimited. What exactly are we adding, you know, on, let's call it on a practical Kabbalistic level, it doesn't seem like there's anything really going on. So the Altarabah says that exactly what we mentioned at the beginning about, about Simsum. On, on a Simsum level, we're opening up the window larger. It creates, at least from, this is how I understand, from the perspective of the human being, a much larger connection to the, to the orientative energy. And the is going to give an example. The contraction that occurs in the mitzvahs themselves is a much lower degree. When we have the kavana, we're opening up like the level of the light instead of the level of the vessels. Practically speaking, the energy is the same. The question is how large same idea that we're mentioning until now. Hestapanim is exactly the same. The tzimtzum, to use Kabbalistic terminology, the window is larger. When we do a mitzvah kavan, we're opening up the window a lot larger. And again, in, in God himself, there's no difference. But we're talking about from our perspective, the window shining in towards us, that makes a big difference. So simply put, when we do a mitzvah with kavana, we're enabling more light to shine upon us because we're opening the window larger. We're connecting not just with the vessels, but with the light. And therefore, we're in touch with a lot more godliness when we do a mitzvah with kavana. Now the third point of today's sanya. Again, today's sanya is beautiful, but it is a touch complex. Just as in this world, there's four different types of, of creatures. There's inanimate, a stone, there's a tree, there's an animal, and there's a human. So too, when we're doing mitzvahs with kavana, without kavana, there's four different levels. Two of them, like trees and stones uh, don't have any feelings let's call them they don't have any um soul and then two of them like animals and humans do have souls those things exist within mitzvahs so we're going to divide two of them and then we're going to talk about the rest right. when a person does a mitzvah and there's an action mitzvah it's the lowest form of it's the lowest form. A person does a, a mitzvah, and we're talking about without any kavana. He takes a load and shakes it. Now, remember, we're talking about unlimited energy of God. But again, there's a window, and there's a larger window. There's a difference. When a person does a mitzvah that's related to action, it's like a stone. 
he doesn't have any intention with it. So it's still beautiful and it's still godly energy and everything like that. But it's like a stone. When a person does it a little bit, a little more, let's call it spiritual, a little bit more life form with speech, it's like plantation. Now, when a person does a mitzvah, and he does that mitzvah with intention in order to connect to God, then suddenly he's like he's, he's like he's it's like he's injecting a soul into that experience. But that experience itself also has two levels. It's this, you know, this kavana and this kavana. We know in ourselves, you know, you have a day where you have a little bit of kavana during davening, and there's a day where you're feeling incredible passion. Is it when you feel incredible passion? Is that the only no? Everyone understands this degradations, this levels, this it's a spectrum of you know of how much intention you're having. So in intention itself, there's a spectrum, and the spectrum represents respectively to animals, which you know they're 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 a body and they have a soul. And of course, the soul is not as fine-tuned and as elevated as a human being. People can imagine that. And then there's a human being on top of that. That represents the two different levels of command. Let me just read it in time. So the intention also has two levels. And of course, that's what we're going to start dealing with, talking about the different levels in intention itself, because intention to connect to God, it's complex. It's not just a simple thing connected. There's obviously this levels within it itself, and that's what's going. That's what the discussion can start to focus towards. Thank you so much for joining. The Tanya Tanya is the name of Shemesh Shemayim. Yalch Adnan Shalom and Yisrael from Chas Arbet to Sefer Shulam Daniel Kam Daniel and the Fushlem for Rabban Chabashis. Menachai Ben Shosia Sefer Torah Ben Shemesh Shemayim. Menachai Moshe Kuvach Atvay Leib Liban Leisel Ben Leah and Lina. But anyone else needs a Fushlem. Have a wonderful, very successful day. Thank you so much for joining.